You're listening to Ordinary Moes with Bill Morales and Orlando Morales. Yes, that is the new exciting intro. Hello, good night. Hello, good night. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Bill? Nothing much. You know, uh, the world is still a fucking mess, and uh, we're just bouncing around in it, trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do. True story. Until it all comes back. Um, I'm just going to jump right into our uh, latest guest here. Yeah. Um, he is the one of the proprietors of My Heroes in, um, what is that, Merrick. Uh, That's in Merrick. It's, uh, yeah, North Merrick. North Merrick. It's a, it's a very famous place. Always lines out the door all of a sudden now. Um, you know, with all this craziness happening, he has been one of the small businesses that was forced to close because of all this. Um, best heroes in town. So delicious. Everybody knows about this place. I know. Great ingredients. Uh, my favorite. Um, just delicious. All right. He's eagerly anticipating our phone call. So let's give him a call. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? All right, see, I was... Uh, Anthony! I, I, what's up, bro? Orlando! How you doing, man? How's my buddy, all right? Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're did doing I, real good. I, everybody's good. Did, we cut, did I cut in on a little Trump fashion? What did I do? I don't want to interrupt <laughs> no, 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 I mean, not, not, yet. not yet. Not yet, yeah. We, we, we did. warm we up to that. Yeah, all right, all right, you kick on I've heard you guys kick some orange stick in. I see. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, did you actually? You did. You took a listen beforehand. Oh, <laughs> you had yeah. to know what I, it was. I, I had to take a little peek. Like, <laughs> one foot. Are you all Puerto Rican? You're a smart man. <laughs> You're a smart. <laughs> You're a smart man, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How's everybody? Everybody's good, though. Yeah, everybody's good, man. Family's good. Um, you know, my little girl's a terror. You know, you got two of them. She's a, she's hitting on two right now. So now her favorite word is no, no. A lot oh, of no's. No. Oh, yeah. A lot of no's. A lot of no's. I whack I'm not, a, I'm not like a hardcore person or anything, but I whack some hineys over here. Hineys get whacked in my house. Oh, you still do the, <laughs> the hiney whacking? I, I, uh, oh, yeah. One or two, and then you threaten with the hiney whacking. It works. It works a chomper. You tell the little one you want me to whack your eyes. She says no, and she goes right. There. <laughs> See, the older one's got to be the example. That's what sucks. That's I was the older one. <laughs> it's effective. got to eat shit once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's effective. It is effective. Yes. Yeah. So we were talking about my hero um, and how much we love it and how much we miss it. Yeah, I, I miss it too. To be honest with you, I was just thinking about it yesterday. I was there today, doing some stuff, getting some work done. I kind of just looked around and I was like, wow, this is very good. This is the longest I've been out of work in my entire life. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. quick, I mean, can I you give us a little uh, history of My Hero? Like, I, I know your pops obviously started that a while back, but uh, well, actually, like what year you, you guys start? You didn't, you didn't start it. Oh. Yeah, the place opened in 1968, and uh, for a long time, people thought there was only two owners, the guy I bought it from and my family. But a couple of years back, Somebody came in about 10 years ago. There was an old lady came in and she looked at my menu and it said established 1970. And she looked and she said, that's not true. She said, we opened this place in 1968. I said, well, yeah, me and my husband. Oh, wow. I said, no, but we didn't know that. We had no idea. So I heard Marvin and Shirley Ross. They opened in 1968. They're only there until 1970. And then a guy named Dominic 
opened it. They bought it from them, took it over when they left. And he was there till 94. My father bought it in 94. Wow. So I had no idea that you guys established it. I didn't know it was a purchased business. That is so cool. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people think that. And then I slowly over the years, people walk in and just like things like that. Just tell me things like, I'm only 34 years old, but I know it was across the street in the 70s. I know it was on the corner, you know, in 75, 78. And well, we say this about you things. all the time. You are an old soul, my friend. Do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard that many times. Yeah. As just, I'm sitting outside drinking, drinking a scotch and smoking a cigar. That's exactly. See, I knew it because right. I, I was just about to say, tell tell everybody what you're doing because I you told me before you were smoking a cigar. That is old school. Yeah. Billion says you want to, can I call you? You good? And of course I'm good. Sitting in my back. It's a little nippy out for me. It's and cold as shit. It's cold as shit out. I walked out this morning. And I was like, who's playing? I, did, I saw that meme the other day about Jumanji, but somebody's for real. This is a Jumanji. Come on. <laughs> which which one was Let's that one? The on. second one or the first one? <laughs> the first one. Oh, the second one. I like the girl in the second one. Ooh, who's the actress? I don't remember. I have no idea. She does. Uh, she she wears a tight little red outfit and she does karate. <laughs> this is adorable. Yeah, yeah. I, now I know each other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ruby Ruby Roundhouse. I know the character's name. I watched the movie a lot with my little nephew. Ruby Roundhouse. Yeah. yeah, Jumanji too. Good one. So Anthony, when you guys uh, decided to close, like, what was the thinking behind it? Just because of the the order or? Because I think you guys could still stay open if you if you wanted. No, to, right? I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I was able to stay open if I if I wanted to keep going. The whole block, unfortunately, that we were on, a lot of people got sick. You know, a lot yeah. of places we hang out, a lot of people we know, uh, you know, a lot of my neighbors, people got sick, and three or four people didn't make it. And, Shit, and they passed away, and that's a. I was that was a tough one. You know, that's a, crazy. A lady that lady that hung out at the bar that we knew very well and. Her name was Joni, and she was a very sweet woman. Oh, very she was a wonderful human. Wonderful I was like, I, I was thinking about it today, actually, because I was over there, and I'm like, I was, uh, was, you know, there's like certain people you meet, and like, I'm very glad I met that person. Like, I'm like, uh, that makes me happy that like I could think that there's people in the world that unfortunately she's passed, and I, I say, you know what? That woman was very sweet. I'm very glad to have known her. Dude, let me tell you, she Wild. organized uh, my wife's um uh, shower for yeah. the bar, the bar, yeah. you know, that was, that was really kind of her. And she, she got everybody there yeah, and it was a touching. Together. I remember, and I, and I remember how excited she was when she came in, she gave three, came in and brought me the car. She's like, you know, I find the car. And, I'm like, and it was, it was adorable. And I'm like, you know what? This she was, she was a cute lady. She was a face grabber. That's what I always say. Cause she used to grab <laughs> your face and kiss it. Yeah. <laughs> she was grandma, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, but yeah, that lady, was man. the, that was the, uh, you know, that was the catalyst to, uh, I was like, listen, all of a sudden, you know, a couple people, all of a sudden it dominoed and it was like, wow, everybody's sick. And then I was, I wasn't slow, but I wasn't busy, but I didn't know what to expect. And then, then everything started, you know, to really quiet down. You know, I was having okay days, but I said, and then after everybody got sick, both of my father, I'm like, listen, I gotta just, let's just tighten this up a little bit. Let's just see what happens. And then after we closed, Things just progressively got worse for those couple of weeks, and I could have got back into it, but lost a couple of people at work, and then I started to do work on the store, and, you know, paint and do some stuff. And I said, "You close this one, why not?" You know, what's, what's the rush? I don't I think, think that there's can... anything wrong with that, man. I think it's better to be safe than sorry, and that's not just a cliche. I, I really believe that. I think you did the right thing. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I'm not one of those people that's like, "Oh, this is BS, this is BS." I mean, there's a point to everything, but this is this. Is, 
Like, I can't hear. This is funny. This is what we talk about. And so I say I'm a Republican. I can tell you that this is not the flu. I can't talk to somebody that compares this to the flu. That's, that's like a, I want to be like, come on. Come on. <laughs> it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. It's not, you know, I, I understand why people can say that, you know, because they want to look at it. They look at the numbers. I, my personal opinion is if we didn't do what we did, this would have face, face fucked the flu numbers. You know? It would have been like, hey, okay. So I, I, think we did, I think we did some, you know, I think we helped, you know, the, the situation. Oh, that's very Quiet rational you, man. I appreciate your rationality, yeah. but it, it, it's also because it was in your backyard. So you kind of have a little experience with it. So you can kind of really give yeah. like a good uh, analysis, I guess, uh, of what you saw. Yeah. Well, I also have my friend, Brendan, who's, uh, he's a PA. He's like, uh, he's like Dr. Sid. He's in uh, yeah. Manhattan, and he's in the emergency room. Like he's, oh, I mean, wow. He's one of the people so he's that, working yeah, overtime. He's one of the people that I, oh, hundred percent. He's been, I haven't seen him in, I don't know. I, mean, I saw him actually the other day for the first time. He did a little social distance uh, happy hour. Nice. And he he stayed at the stoop. And I was in the street. And we had a beer. And we were BSing. And, but he hasn't done anything but tell me what he's seeing. And his you know, heinous. Mike, his wife. It's not, it's not good. You know? <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a little, it's leveled out a little bit. I mean, everybody says that what he was seeing was not good, you know? So yeah. first-hand information kind of scares you a little bit. Dude, Sid told me a story that made me cry, like, right after uh, after the podcast. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, man. That was crazy. Some dude was saying goodbye to his mom and, and fucking and, and telling her that, uh, you know, she was about to be, uh, you know, a grandmother. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that, that shit fucking broke, shook me to my core, man. Terrible shit. Yeah. See, it's, it's, it's not good, you know? It's, yeah. But then you, you could say to yourself, people say, listen, things like that happen every day. And that's good. But this is just, it's just it's fucking everything. Not is, a couple stuff. of times a day. I mean, things like that happen every day, but yeah. not like, you know, sure. not so many times a day. This is definitely no, unprecedented. Right. Oh, 100%. I mean, she was doing work with a, a funeral company, a funeral home. She's got some work to do at a funeral home, and she's been in contact with the owner. And he's got a couple places in uh, I don't know, one of the boroughs, and he said, he was like, listen, I got hundreds of people. He's, I'm burying Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith, and the daughter. You know, I got guys coming in, very putting two sisters and his mother. You know, and That's what am I doing? I'm doing three for one. Horrible. Yeah, I'm doing three for one funeral. Funeral. It's like I'm not, you know, I'm not that type of person. You know, I'm helping the family as best they can, but we got to get. You know, it's just another thing we got to get done. It's a shitty part of my business. Yeah, wow. That's insane. Anthony, so you guys look, thinking about like a time frame when you might be heading towards opening up? Are you going to wait to see what Como says, or what do you think? No, yeah, I'm not going to. I was, uh, my father was stuck on the, uh, the 15th date that he put out, but I we all know that that's going to get extended anyway. Right. So I'm going to, uh, I'm hoping for next week, late next week, maybe the beginning of the week afterwards. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to stay probably much longer than that just because I'm good, I'm ready to go, you know. I love being that. I love being stayed on that. I'm trying to work out afterwards how we can reverse this and me do it under better circumstances. That's the key. <laughs> I'm not going right. to do it now. And I looked at my wife and she's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to back? see. I can't wait to see the fucking line that's going to be in front of the fucking store because there's a line in front of your fucking store every day. Yeah. And with these people not being able to eat your shit for like fucking a month and a half, like it's going to be crazy. I hope so. That's yeah. Crazy. I'm hoping. 
Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna stretch down, down the block all the way to the overpass. Like I could just see it now. I think I might go to Tro- well, Troy, we'll- Troy's office and just sit out front and watch. <laughs> it will because it's uh, social distancing. Nobody's allowed in my store. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, well, they are, but I'm not letting. I'm gonna be very strict with that. I'm not having. You have to be. Yeah. If, yeah. If you two have people to be. in at a time. Imagine where the imagine where the people really will be. Is the line shit called out? Imagine. Yeah. I hope so. God yeah. will. Yeah, Anthony, so, like, what do you put in these sandwiches? Because people people come from, like, so far. Is it more reputation, like, or is it, it says, I'm sure it's a combination of everything. I mean, the sandwiches No, there's, are some, there's something in the sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you put in the sandwich. I think it's something that... I it, think it's a little bit of both, yeah. yeah I think it's, it's a little bit of both. There's some, there's some <laughs> special love behind all of this. I, I think about it, like, I think about All-American all the time. All-Americans been closed the same amount of time. I'm right. telling you right now, all American opens. I'm re- I'm ready to go. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> all Americans. So, awesome. I know how awesome, but I know how it feels. I'm like, oh, I hope people. Are, but then I'm getting DMs on Instagram. My niece runs the Instagram page, and she's like, these guys, people are DMing me and, and messaging us, and you know, they're dying for my hero. I'm like, oh, that's good. I love that. I love that. Like, Thank God. Oh, here's like, a question. Get things ready. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll just get things ready, and we'll uh, hopefully get back to business. Here's a question for you, Anthony. I, I know you guys have. For years, always been all cash, right? Is there any thinking about moving towards debit cards and credit cards so there's less people touching things and shit like that? Or um... yeah, there there has been. We've been talking about it. We're gonna kind of give it a shot to open back up and uh, and see what happens first and see how people respond. Yeah, and if you know if it uh, if it's a necessity, then that's what we'll do. I, I just you. I want to keep it as as old school as possible, but you know, hopefully that just it, it's. It's not a bad idea. You know, a lot of people have asked about it, but also it's funny. A lot of people like it. A lot of people are like, oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I do. So I mean, I like cash. I'm, I'm a cash guy. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a cash guy, but a lot of people like the nostalgia of it. They do like that old school rustic kind of uh, feel to it. Well, there's only, and there's only a couple places, and there's only, you know, I, mean, I live in Islip, and in Babylon, there's a place called Glen's, a little dinette, and they're all cash. They're cash only places. That's not for like anybody thinks anymore. So it's, it's, you know, it keeps things simple. Yeah. I remember so there was it's, a... But it's funny. It's like, the food is great and you go in there and you're like, and you look and you go, look at I'm looking and then look around and go, this place is kitchen. This is not a... This, yeah. There's no Amex in this I remember I, I, got, <laughs> I got fucked at a cash-only place a long time ago. You, I don't even know if you remember this. There used to be a restaurant at the end of the Nautical Mile called The Schooner. No. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the left-hand side, right? So, uh, all yeah. the way at the end and... And they were cash only, and I went there like years ago. On a you ordered date. up the restaurant? No, but I mean, I had a full dinner, or whatever, and I think maybe I had like two hundred bucks in cash on me, and the fucking bill was like almost three, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I had to go run out and go look for an ATM. Yeah, because I forgot that it was old cash place. But I'm um, pretty sure that happened to me too on the nautical mile as well. I don't even remember the place, but I, I definitely <laughs> had to run around and look for an ATM. Yeah, I mean, luckily they they, they have ATMs down there, so it's not bad. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Even you got an ATM outside in case, just in case you get a goofball yeah, like me. Make it, make it easy for people. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's no big deal. I, I don't mind that at all. And and I eat the fees. I don't care. My uh, my institution pays back my uh, my fees. Well, because you know how to shop institutions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I work for a good place. That's a good job. <laughs> fifteen back. Fifteen back a month. Well, Anthony, we also like uh, so, some people say that they think that they love your 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 place because uh, they love the bread. 
Like they're obsessed with the yeah. bread. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's, a good, that's definitely a selling point. There's a lot of places got shitty bread, <laughs> but you guys got good bread. Yeah, <laughs> they do. And that's I, a big deal. You, I'm, I'm, I'm out here. I'm, I'm, I'm eating takeout. I'm eating, you know, I'm lunch. I got a deli down the block. <laughs> I like a couple places. I think that sometimes I'm like, wow, I really do. I go, wow, my stuff a lot better. <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny. I was just thinking that you probably go to other places and you're probably just like all the time. Sometimes I get loud. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is good. This is good. And sometimes I get <laughs> Anthony, you've been watching the Jordan uh, documentary? Well, I know. It's fantastic. Isn't it great? It's fantastic. I'm like looking forward to it tomorrow. I'm like, this is, that's one of those things where if there was, and I'm not a big TV guy, which is funny. You know, if I stay up for science and for kids, if I get up, if I can make it to Seinfeld, I'm like, I feel like the man. I'm like, Seinfeld's on at 7 o'clock. I don't get to the second one. No. Fucking went to bed at nine o'clock last night. I've never done that in my life. Holy it's shit! But you're up with the kids. You know what? They get up. My girls are up at six o'clock, so it's like, hey, I'm putting a full day in, no matter what. Yeah. Like, it's, Bottom it's line. A full day. Yeah. And then you start having a couple cocktails. I mean, this whole thing is. I, I'm trying to make it till three o'clock. And then I got a neighbor next door who's the, who's the man, he's such a gentleman, and he looked at me and he goes, three? <laughs> he's, a little, oh, he's older and he's got grown kids. He goes, three? He goes, I had to make it till 12. Bro. He goes, you're younger than me. He goes, Dan. He goes, we didn't wait till three, we wait till 12. And I'm like, I think that's on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. But the documentary is fantastic. I, I, I think it's the Great. He was such. He was the man, dude. He was the man. Listen, I'm not. I don't argue with people. Jordan, LeBron, Jordan, LeBron's a specimen. He's fantastic. Yeah, we're on the same page. I agree. Jordan, he's the most, the most competitive person on the face of the earth. All right, <laughs> that's the way I look at him after this. He's the most competitive person you've ever met in your life. And then to him to say that Kobe was even worse than him, you know, was even more dedicated than him. That's crazy. I I think that he that's just him. You I know. think yeah, I think that's him being nice. I mean, I think I'm not discounting Kobe's dedication. Well, not at all. I watched him play too. No, I think he genuinely like just him being a personality. He genuinely like thinks that, but like yeah, it's like yeah, that's amazing. These guys could do things like that. Yeah, you know? but they, I, <laughs> I think the big the big difference. They were hard eaters. The big difference I always have between Kobe and Jordan is that I always felt that Jordan at hit a point in his career where he made a point of of really bringing in the other players right into, into the team and to really start to pass the ball and distribute a lot more. And oh, yeah. I don't think Kobe ever really got there. He got close, but he didn't really get there. No, he didn't figure that out. Yeah, you got to remember what Jordan did. I mean, he did and then he left, and then he did again and then he left and then he tried, to, you know, he tried to, like, he just, he, he definitely got that guy matured, you know, that guy, Okay, he was around and he went through a lot of things to get to where, you know. Just in the so beginning, much. it was just pure raw talent. And he was just, and then he realized what he had to do, you know, with the guys around him. But that, that, that thing with Steve Kerr, that, that story he tells about passing the ball, that, who passes the ball? Nobody now. That's Nobody so passes funny. the ball well for that last shot, right? Who gives, they all want to take the last shot. Well, except for yeah. LeBron. <laughs> well, that's the problem with LeBron is he passes too much. <laughs> like sometimes in those critical positions. The bottom line, he's not Michael Jordan. Whenever I have anybody arguing with me about LeBron being better, I'm just like, you're a millennial. You never saw Jordan play, and that's usually the case. I think if you saw Jordan play, there's no way that you would put no, you him can't. below LeBron. There's yeah, no way. There's no way. 
If you just no. saw Jordan on a video or, or on a YouTube and you were just like, ah, this guy was good, but I'll tell you what, that LeBron, you know, that you really don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know. I was a 12-year-old kid. I was, you know, I was in the car listening to that. What 12-year-old, how many 12-year-old kids now are sitting in the car listening to basketball games because they want to hear what the, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, I guess they're streaming. It's, doing it. it's a very popular, it's still very popular, but still. It's extremely popular. At that time, it's crazy. I was like, I remember being so into it and be like, this guy is, Guys, incredible, you know. Yeah, I mean, that the bottom line is, is that I think the difference, and this may be not fair, but I'll say it anyway, is there's no way in hell that Jordan would have lost to the teams that um, LeBron lost to in the finals, right? That, it's that, not even that. You know? It's just the whole the whole body of work. Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan. I was watching Get Up the other day, Jalen Rose. He was his man. It's Matt Barnes. He had two three piece. You understand what that means? <laughs> he had two three piece. Right. That's, that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? Forget about that he has six. He has six because he did it twice, three times. Oh, that's that's absurd. That's absurd. That's absurd in any sport. I'm sorry. Like, that's crazy. Even, like, um, I have to say, like, in my lifetime, the, the Cowboys were dominant. To win the way they did for all those times, like, and I fucking hate the Cowboys, but they were dominant in that era the same way Michael Jordan was. Watching Michael Jordan, yeah. dominance. Plus, I don't believe those Rockets teams would have defeated the Bulls those two years that he wasn't in the finals. No. I don't think so. No. 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 I don't believe that either. Yeah. I would have to see it to believe it, and we never saw it. No. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Anthony, what do you think about Major League Baseball? You know, I was talking to a friend oh, of mine the other day, and we uh, we're big baseball guys, but uh, we were making a little bit of an argument that uh, we don't even think that they should do the season this year. It's like, you know what, just let the season go. Start up again next year because this isn't going to be a real season. I mean, I want to see ball games. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't make yeah, any I'm fucking gonna sense. You know? I'm going to be selfish, and I'm going to say I'll take 80 over nothing. I but agree. even, uh, I mean, Shaq said that the other day about the NBA, but I mean, the NBA was look, that they should just shut it down. And, you know, I guess one of the players were like, oh, it's easy for you to say, you know, money. Hey, I'll be 100% selfish. I want, I want to watch, I want to watch 80 games. I watch 40 games. I don't care. I got to, when I come home in the middle of the night, you know, I come home after work in June, I got to go in the backyard, turn the TV on, have a Yankee game on. And I, doesn't mean you're going to get me in the Yankee Stadium anytime soon. I don't care if they put, you you couldn't get me to that cesspool if you fucking paid me on a regular fucking <laughs> day without coronavirus. <laughs> oh, you know, the cesspool? If anything that coronavirus? Coronavirus came from that shit hole that Chase Stadium used to be on. It comes from the ground. And all that fucking all that oil. That's where the corona started. Not Wuhan. Fucking uh, by the chop shop. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the chop shop slowly I, disappeared. A little bit. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys but still, I love you, to watch you, you still got the projects there. <laughs> we don't got no projects. We just got a swamp. <laughs> but, uh, no, but I'm just saying, like, it's going to be tough. Like, let's say you did have half a season or, or a quarter of a season or whatever they're going to play. And then you have a World Series in fucking, like, November where they're going to have to <laughs> wear gloves and hats and shit. And, and then, like, whoever wins that, are they really... Like, are you going to consider them to no. really be a World Series you champ? Just, like, you just put an asterisk on it like you did with the Spurs. That's yeah, a, that's all. Same thing, exactly. Come on. It's just an asterisk on a couple of Come on. I mean, it, I, it doesn't I, matter, you know? It might be cool if they did it. Why don't they do, like, a tournament, like the World Baseball Classic tournament style? I wouldn't mind that. Well, I think that's, that's, 
that's what NHL is going to do. I think actually, I think they, I think they've abandoned the idea of doing a season and they're just going to put like a bracket together and do a uh, do a tournament. Which for me, that would be cool too. I, I could sit down and watch hockey and just playoff hockey is the best hockey. So if they do something like that, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Playoff yeah, hockey is dynamite. No, that's true. I gotta watch baseball. Dude. We gotta do some baseball. Well, if this, if this takes any longer, Severino might be ready to come back, right? <laughs> and Severino oh, might be ready. <laughs> Funny, because all of a sudden, Judge, it's been almost a year, and Judge's, Judge's rib is still out here. It's my, still my wife He needs surgery, man. I swear to God. At the beginning of this uh, quarantine, my wife broke her rib on the swing set, trying to pretend that she was 19 again, oh, and shit. she fell and cracked her rib. And we called the urgent care, called my buddy Brandon, he's like, nothing you can do. So I had to talk her in, I had to make her understand there's nothing she can do except take motion and drink wine. And wear a and vest, like, right? Exactly. I'm you know, just you know, tighten it up a little bit and don't move so much, but she's good. She's ready. It was a week on the couch. She's good. She's ready to go. She can't hit a fastball, but come on. It's almost <laughs> a year. I mean, it's going to be a year. This guy's getting a broken guy. Starting to annoy me. Starting that thing on the field. Starting to piss me off. Yeah, I know. Getting a little extreme for me. You're going to have to trade him for a big money. Yeah, well. We're going to see this throws everything. Well, think about it. This throws free agency. This throws everything. Look, guys are losing a full year of their career. You know, that you're just never going to get back. Yeah, I think it really sucks. Because, you know, we all know that these players, a lot, you know, they only have a certain amount of years in their prime, right? So you got. People that yep. is losing a year of prime, you know. That sucks. I mean, I'm not a big baseball guy, and I know they play longer than most sports. But uh, but what is the average for like a baseball player? A- average, yeah, like a, like career span. Oh, well, I mean, maybe ten years, twelve years. That's some, a some, lot. Some they time. stay healthy. Yeah, they stay yeah. healthy. And they can perform. Yeah. Yeah. Like your freaks. What are your freaks? Like a Cal your, Ripken. Your freaks are like twenty years. Wow. You know, oh yeah, Ozzy like Smith, those 20 kind 20 of guys. Like Roger Clemens, yeah, Clemens fucking pitched for fucking twenty plus years. Jesus. Like Tom Seaver pitched for fucking twenty plus years. Wow. Yeah, those are the guys that actually make the average like ten years. Like otherwise, it's probably like like six or seven. Really. I'm gonna cut you guys off because Uncle Frank just walked there. Yeah, my my cousin Frank is uh, is staying here with us, and he's he's a uh, first responder himself, and he's here, and he's, he just came out. Uncle Frank did it, man. Yeah, seriously, man. Any any frontliners, he's a hero. Tell Uncle Frank he's a hero. Yeah, thanks, man. Uncle Frank's the man. Uncle Frank, they said you're a hero. <laughs> you're welcome, Uncle Frank. What are you uh, What are you guys doing over there? Uh, what's the situation by your end? Everybody, uh, I mean, you're still going to work, though? Uh, so I'm, I'm on and off. I'm on and off every other week. So uh, this week I'm about to be on. This, this week that just came, that just passed us, I was off. So it's pretty dope. I still get paid the same. I really can't complain. I get extra money, actually, for actually showing up when I have to. Uh, my job has been awesome. I really can't complain. My job has been really, really cool about the whole thing. We started social distancing before everybody. Um, we we split uh, our, our groups up into two groups. So, like, the people I work with, I, I go in one week. They go in the other week. That's why it's every other week. Because I work with 12 people. So it's six and then six. Right. Not enough work to go around for everybody, like everybody else. I guess put the ships a little bit. Yeah, it's well. It's also just to like keep to, to be able to monitor everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, keep the six feet, and we're not open to the public yet, so everybody's got to go online. Everybody's got to go on, on the machines. 
and talk to people on the machines. Okay. And there's a lot of people that are a little like you're old school that you, you would feel weird talking to somebody on a machine about your money. Yeah. You kind of, you want that fish, you know, that interaction and yeah. there's no drive through, but you're, you're in the, uh, no, no, you're we, we got drive throughs. Right? Mine doesn't have a drive through, but there's drive throughs for the same kind of thing. Well, like yeah, you can talk to somebody in your brain. No, my brain is completely closed. We're only face to face, face to face tellers, face to face service reps. So we're completely closed. And it's going to be that way for a while, Bill. Or are they going to change it? Some, some of the uh, the the branches like mine have started opening up where the crews are back together and everything. So um, you know, it's slowly happening. But we have to go. Excuse me, a certain days without incident. So we got like three hundred people. We had ten people get it. I think right. And uh, and nobody. You know, knock on wood. No, everybody was uh, came out good. You know, so they're they're like back to work. All these people for yeah. the most part. Um, we haven't had an incident in a couple of weeks. You know, that may change by the time I go in, but I don't think so. No, no, because it's all going away very soon. <laughs> no, you got to stay on your toes, Bill, because it's it's going to go away very soon. Is she going to just fact, disappear? Let's, like magic. Let, let's just take a second. We're oh boy, here second. we go. Here we go. Here, here this virus, is where it started. We're talking about having to do. You know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat. As the heat comes in, the heat. Uh, typically that will go away in April. I've spoken to uh, President Xi. They're getting it more and more under control. So, uh, I think that's a problem that's going to go away. But when you have 15 people. And the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero. Uh, that's a pretty good job we've done. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Yes. And from our shores, we've, you know, it could get worse before it gets better. It could maybe go away. We'll see what happens. Have to be calm. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> It'll go away. It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. We need a little separation until such time as this goes away. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. It will go away. You know it, you know it is going away. And it will go away, and we're going to have a great victory. It's going to go away, hopefully at the end of the month, and if not, hopefully it will be soon after that. So it is going going away. I didn't say it in April. I said it's going away, and it is going away. You were saying things like, I think it's a problem that's going to go away within a couple days. It will go away. I think what happens is it's going to go away. This is going to go away. It's going to go. It's going to leave. It's going to be gone. It's going to be eradicated. And... It might take longer. It might be in smaller sections. It, it'll be, it won't be what we had. I feel about vaccines like I feel about tests. This is going to go away without a vaccine. It's going to go away, and it's, uh, we're not going to see it again, hopefully, after a period of time. See, so Bill, it, so it's just going to... It took a half hour. <laughs> it's just going to go away. <laughs> There's just nothing to worry about. I mean, I mean, in reality, everything goes away eventually. <laughs> well, that's, that's what he's talking about. That's where he's Everything going. goes away. Yeah, everything goes away in eventually. Yeah, I know. It's true. And we all die <laughs> at some a, point. No, but this is a, yeah, this is gonna be but at what point do uh listen, did it did it end a little quicker than everybody thought it would? Do we think we were gonna go to Christmas and we we're gonna be locked in our houses? I think a lot of people did. A lot of people thought that. I hope yeah. not. You know, I hope it doesn't get uh, that long. I hope not. But yeah, it's definitely not something that we gotta take lightly because and no, it's, what's annoying is it's be- probably not us, knock on wood, you know, that that if we get sick, we're going to, you know, uh, you know, something terrible is going to happen to us. But it's the idea that you could be responsible for giving it to somebody who can't handle it. That's where the problem was. Yes. It's not the fact that I might get sick and God forbid, you know, it, it beat me at 34 years old. That would be a tragedy, but that Fuck would be yes. a, a, a rarity. You know, that would be like, a, yes, that's what they're saying. But for me to walk around asymptomatic and give it to People, that's where you're gonna remember we used to see people, you know, going to Manhattan, you see like a, you see somebody wearing a mask, and you'd be like, 
Nah, what a dick. I'm just impressed that that I'm just impressed that Trump supporter knows the word asymptomatic. Yeah, but it's not even that. Like you're you're the the most. (laughs) He's special. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're you're the most sensible Trump supporter I've ever spoken to so far. Well, listen, I didn't even get listen. I was so clearly you call me a Trump supporter. I I am I am. I voted for the man. Yes. I'm well aware. I'm intelligent enough to understand that he speaks like, speaks like an imbecile sometimes. No, you don't. I, I completely understand because I, I was, I'm a middle guy. You know, I voted uh, for the middle guy. I always vote for the guy that has no chance. I'm, I'm, I might even stay home this election. I have Anthony, no idea. I'm still, Anthony, he's still talking about Andrew Yang. Yeah. It's been fucking like two months. This is the guy I dropped out. He's still talking about Andrew Yang. Yeah, he loves that. No, the other guy. He's talking about the other guy he loved. And who was the last guy? Oh, no. The last time we had this conversation, you were a bit Kasich guy, I think. No, no. I will tell you. It was uh, fucking Gary Johnson. I liked Gary Johnson (laughs) when he was running New Mexico. I was feeling the Johnson. Feel the Johnson. Those shirts were hilarious. Johnson and then... yeah, Johnson. I mean, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know. I, I know who it is. I'm pretending like I don't know, but I know. It's fucking Gary Johnson. It was. It but was. And he we, totally spoke like an imbecile. I didn't expect that. He ran New Mexico pretty competently. He, 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 he tricked me. He had a lot of good help in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah he started a couple of businesses. <laughs> he kept people employed. He he was beloved. He ran, I think, two terms. They loved him. He, uh, he bamboozled you into thinking that he could run the country. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I tell you what, I think he could have ran the country. I just don't think that uh, he's any smarter than the guy that's in there now. I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Gary Johnson's like fucking Einstein next up. <laughs> I, I don't, but that's to say that Trump's stupid. I don't think he's stupid. I just think he's like cripplingly narcissistic. That's that's all. I, it. Yeah, sure. I I can believe. It. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's dumb. Maybe he's not dumb for. Maybe he's dumb for this. Maybe he's dumb when you put him in front of a microphone. I think in general in life, is the guy dumb? No, I wouldn't say that. Listen, but he holds. He, he held the back. He held like the Bill's daughter. The guy Bill's daughter Serena has a more extensive vocabulary than the man. He she doesn't know the word powerful. He loves that <laughs> word. So powerful, powerful, <laughs> so powerful. Oh yeah. Well, listen, he, I think I mean you can argue all you want, but Bush couldn't talk his way out of a paper bag. You know? oh. so, Did you see that commercial he that he had though? That 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 uh, Unity uh, commercial that he put out, Bush. It was actually it was actually really good. It's fucking awesome. Right? It was fucking awesome. I missed yeah. him when I heard really that good. commercial. I was like, man, where's this guy? Meanwhile, he's one of the worst presidents we've ever had on any sure. scale. Yeah, you can hammer him all the way home, but he, he, and what he comes across a little more presidential. So now people are like, oh, Bush was great. We could have put Bush in, and he would have done a better job. Dude, <laughs> even the Bush haters. They came around on that. You know, there was, a, I actually got my buddy, uh, Matty Gloom. I don't know if you listen to other podcasts. He's uh, like the, uh, he's a, uh, he's a bit liberal and he's a, uh, he's a bit of a downer, but he, <laughs> even he was like, yeah, Bush is definitely better. I, I would have, I think Romney would have done a much better job than Trump. That's funny. I, mean, I don't, I've never listened to him before, but there's uh, I don't know. I understand that he can't speak. I get that. I understand. 
What what is it that you do? What what is it that you do like about him? No, he. I, I will tell you. But I won't even let you answer because oh. you are towing the line for the red team. You are the red team guy. You like the red team. The red team. If they put up whoever, you're that's like, all right. I'm, yes. No. 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 That's that's false. That's false. That's, that's oh, lay, lay it on me. Lay it on I'm me. Not a, I'm not a straight. I'm not a straight uh, all the way right kind of guy. That's that. I'm a I'm a fiscal conservative. You know, I like to. Uh, I like people who. It's not a bad thing that he's worried about what the economy is doing. I don't think that that's bad. No, I mean, either. I agree with that. On the TV and they go, oh, he's only worried about the Dow. Well, I don't think he's only worried about the Dow, but I'm worried about the Dow. What does that make me a dick? That makes me an asshole because I'm worried about the economy. Don't talk shit about the Dow. I love the Dow. No, yeah, actually, no. We care about the Dow. Listen, I, I got I got Orlando to invest this year, so uh, so we very much care oh, about the Dow. Exactly. So you got to be in. Everybody's got to be, you know, conscious of what's going on. And there is a breaking point. You understand? Like you can't just can't just keep printing money. You can't just keep doing things and saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to do this," and wanting more and wanting more. And That's wanting more. why Andrew eventually Yang. Gonna, you're eventually going to pay. Wow. <laughs> Andrew Yang was going to tax Amazon and Google and all those big tech companies that are making all this money off our data and using our data like a resource and we're not getting a, a fucking penny from it. He was going to tax them and give it back to us. Give us a thousand bucks a month. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. thousand bucks a month. See, when you start talking about that, I, I spread that the other day. AOC, whatever. Everybody should get $2,000 a month. No, that's different. That's different because what they're talking about is well, a, is a social security program, which is actually using taxpayer money. I want to get that money from companies that aren't paying any taxes. Yes, okay, that's understandable. And I mean, I'm not, I don't think myself right enough to fix the economic situation. But I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, eventually this thing has got to get back to normal. People have to get working. So, you know, you can't crush them for everything. But, well, I mean, because here's the thing, Anthony. Like, I, I agree. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being fiscally conservative, right? Matter of fact, I, I consider myself fiscally conservative, right? But um, when you give the well-to-do a two million dollar tax break a year and a half ago, that's not really fiscally conservative. When you have ten times the military budget of the next country that has, you know, a large army like China, right? Um, that's not fiscally conservative. So it's like, it's weird that sometimes like we'll pick and choose what we're going to be fiscally conservative about. So if, it, if it's somebody's health care, then we're going to be fiscally conservative. But if it has to do with the military, then fuck no, we're going to spend the shit out of that. Well, see, I'm, well, that's the thing. I, I do think that we should pump as much money into the military as, as, as allowable as is, you know, as we can without things, you know, without things crumbling, because I think that we should be. You know, we should be the strongest and the toughest and the greatest and the, and the most fantastic military. That, that we but, you know, have. he said he said we didn't, we didn't have bullets. We were out he of bullets. He did say, yeah. I actually <laughs> saw that. He said that again recently. We, about, we have no yeah, ammunition. <laughs> they didn't yeah, even have blame, bullets. Blame, I came in. I gave them bullets. <laughs> I gave them bullets. <laughs> so I love you. I, I love that one, by the way. They got better over time, too. You hold that pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it's one of the better, no, better ones. It's relevant too. But listen, there's nobody. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Nobody's fixed healthcare. Nobody's give me the last. Nobody's fixed healthcare. I pay a. I pay a small fortune. Oh yeah. Every month in healthcare. That's that's 
ridiculous. And I'm very My happy with the job well, that we did with somebody Sid. Better, somebody better do something because that's not, that's not going to work. It's not working. No. That's for sure. And I don't know if it's his. It's not his fault. No, no it's definitely it's not his fault. It's, it's been, been that, that way, way for a while. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think a, a universal uh, health care is not far-fetched. It's just I don't like, like what we talked about in the last podcast, that people just say, hey, I'm going to give you universal health care. How the fuck are you going to do that, motherfucker? You better lay it out for me because everything that's just pie in the yeah. sky is bullshit. Yeah, it's not, it's not easier said than done. You know? Way it's easier said. Oh, way Have easier said than done. Make an income tax. Flat tax. Income tax. Everybody pays full income tax. Good. Whack everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know all the the really rich people like your your Elon Musk's and your um your your uh, Bill Gates. They said, "Yeah, let's do it. I'll pay more taxes. I don't care." Even Warren Buffett is like, "Yeah, something's got to be done." It's like, "Well, Warren, we're sure. going to raise your taxes." He's like, eh, "Still though, I, okay." Like if you raise it a little bit, I get it. I mean, the problem is is that you, it's hard to get those monies because the rich people have the best accountants in the world. So every time that they revise the tax code, the accountants get together at all these major accounting firms. They have firms. to. That's what they get paid for. Correct. So they're circumventing whatever the, whatever's coming out anyway. Well, right now, what I understand is your Googles and your Amazons and all those big companies that I was talking about they before. Well, yeah. they, they basically um, have a uh, operations, which you should do with My Hero, by the way. You get an operations going in, uh, in, in Ireland. You know, you get a little My Hero in Ireland, and, uh, and then you can shift all the money to that operation in ireland there's no taxes so you could just say well no that money's ireland's money so i I'm, that's that's my hero ireland so i don't have to uh, pay on that well aren't you well aren't you intelligent William? thank you for the, thank you for the <laughs> yeah. just open up like a little uh, like a little kiosk in ireland and then you can say uh, you know hey i have uh, my hero in ireland try to get a copywriter do whatever the hell you got to do to register it as an Irish business, that's and that, that's what they do. That's that's what these companies do. You know, it's it's um, it's Google uh, Irish Vision. You know, we make a go. we make a Google wingnut in Ireland, and that's that's all they needed all that money, and nobody's going to argue with you. They just have to eat it. Yeah. Now let me ask Orlando something, just because it's yeah. got nothing to do with specifically what he wants to do, but like not against. Uh, I mean, like tightening the borders is that a bad thing? Like uh, not not doing it where you're, you know, whatever. To be extreme, but the borders, they should be a little tighter. I mean, we should, you know, we should fix things up a little bit. You can't have everybody, you can't be a free for all. But I do think they should make the process easier for everyone to get. Uh, I think that's the biggest right. problem. I Before think, you answer, can I yeah. just say, are you in favor of a wall? A wall, a wall uh, is the way he speaks about it, a wall. Like, you know, there's a big castle and you're going to build a fucking wall around it. Yeah, yeah that's it's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, can, we, can we agree that that's nonsense? It doesn't seem to be feasible, but uh, when you made a you said wall where uh, there's, but there are walls and there's been walls, there's so-called walls across the border for many years, where there's certain spots where it's built up or whatever, and you know that's that's where they have to patrol and the height, you know, the whole area is there. There's big traffic, and to, you know, to build an actual wall across the if it was feasible, sure, you know, and just to make sure. Everybody's coming the way that they're supposed to, and then they change the process where you can come in, like you know, like you should be able to with work pieces and with things like that, and then making it easier for you to stay here legally. That's the China. China built a great wall. I'm talking about like a good wall, <laughs> like we build a good wall. 
like a really good wall. It doesn't have to be great. We'll make America mm. great with a good wall. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I don't have an issue with what you're saying. It's that it's that what's been promoted so far is not effective, right? Because the, the most undocumented immigrants that are in this country come by either the the ports of legal entry, right? The areas of legal entry. So they actually are not sneaking around the main areas. They're actually coming through and sneaking through the places where we already have border patrol, right? Yeah. So, so the wall is not stopping the vast majority of people that are coming that are sneaking in the way. No, but you still need promoted. to enforce the rules that we have. No, but hold on. Then the other thing is, is that the other folks are people that come by legally by visas and then overstay their visas. Right. So the vast majority of undocumented immigrants also that, that people don't know that they were actually, they were legally came in. We let them in yeah. and then they stay and 100%. overstay their fee. Now, the reason that they're overstaying yeah. that frequently is because, as you already said, Anthony, the the immigration process is completely a disaster. It's 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 so slow and it's so expensive that it takes people twenty plus years, twenty plus years to get through that process, yeah. and anywhere between twenty five to thirty thousand dollars in attorneys' fees and court fees to even complete that process. I didn't know that. So yeah. no, most people don't know that. So the problem is, oh is yeah, that no, that's, it takes too no, that's long. For sure. that's, it takes too and long once, and it's too expensive. Process, once, your, once your visa expires, whatever, you're already breaking the law. So I, from, what I, from what I understand, it's harder. Once you did that, it's harder to get your paperwork done after that. You actually really have to go back and then Correct. come back in and try to do it again the right way. Right. The other thing is that uh, the other thing that your vast majority of Americans don't know is they don't know the history of U.S. policies uh, you know, that have been directed towards certain countries, particularly in Central America and Mexico over the past 50, 60 years, right? And so we have supported dictators and we have caused all sorts of social unrest in different countries that have caused massive socioeconomic issues that those people are trying to flee. So actually the monies would be better used instead of trying to build a wall that costs billions of dollars that's ineffective then perhaps evaluating how we could assist these countries to build up their infrastructure and to keep the people wanting to stay within their own countries because the people would rather stay in their own fucking countries. Like you have these men that come to this country looking for work and are standing in the parking lot of Home Depot. They don't want to fucking be there standing in the fucking cold looking to paint somebody's oh, fucking house for 200 bucks a day if they could stay at home with their families and, and, and just work and live in their own country. Now, it's easy to say, well, that's their fucking problem. Let them fix their country. Except that there's no discussion about how we, not, and we, I don't mean the American people, it's the U.S. government has fucked up those countries over the past 50, 60 years. And I could literally go country by country and tell you the different dictators and different people that we put in there because they supported anti-communist agendas, containment policies, and different things. And we allowed them to run narcotics and do all sorts of things in those different countries. But when you have the fallout of those policies and the fallout of those policies are people coming north to us out of desperation, fleeing violence and looking for jobs. And then the caveat is, is that we, you know, profess that we don't want them. But at the same time, we love these fucking people coming in working for cheap because America loves cheap Pretty labor. Dope. That's that's the capitalist way, though. A hundred percent. But and so it's really it's really dependent on how the U.S. economy is doing. So if the U.S. economy is doing really fucking well, then we really don't care too much about, you know, these folks coming in and working for cheap. Now, all of a sudden we have unemployment problems and like people are having an They're issue. They're stealing American their way, jobs. Right. Then all of a sudden the shit hits the fan. 
Uh, yeah, I understand. So, so basically what you just said was things have been fucked up for a very, very long time, but people are going to cry. <laughs> when Trump walks to the podium, people are going to cry and sob and drop to their knees and say, Christ, because he's Absolutely true. Absolutely true. <laughs> talk right. stupid, but he's the worst person in the world. He's been there for three years. He's the worst person in the world. Well, he knows there's a That's problem, but the problem is he doesn't know how to what the problem is. 100%. He just he just says, uh, you know, we got to close the borders. But here's the thing: like, if you have thousands, if you have thousands of young kids, right, that are fleeing their countries and coming north, and then Trump comes across on the news and says, "Well, if we got to shoot at them, I'll I'll tell the curb, you know, the border control they could shoot at them." It's like. The fuck doesn't you stop and ask, like, why are these kids going by themselves at 13, 12, 13, 14 years old without their parents? Yeah. Like, and, and, and no, I mean, that, that has to be, you know, fully discussed on why that's going on and what's really happening there. And the scary part is, is there's a lot of very, very smart people, I, I think, mostly. You know, there's a lot of very smart people that are involved in the situation, and people still can't figure out what to do with it. And that's what. I'm a layman. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a regular guy. I don't know what to do with it. But there's a lot of people smarter than me and that, you know, that they don't know what to do with it. That's, to me, I'm like, all right, well, it's taking all this time and they can't well, figure it out. That's you know, you're know, pretty smart, bro. Yeah, but I mean, but what about, it's not even a question of being smart, right? I think it just comes down to, and this is just my general point of view, is it all comes down to bucks, baby bucks, right? We all understand money. We're all in business, right? Whether you're in the banking sector yep. or, or real estate sector or you're running a business yourself. So somebody's making more money by keeping this system going this way and keeping those countries that way than it would be to try to actually fix or work towards fixing those issues. Yeah, right? but you know what? You say it like that, but how, how much money is it? What we do is print, we're printing trillions. We're pumping trillions into the guy when something bad goes wrong like this. Or like that situation, like something bad goes wrong. We just pump more money, more money. How much money are these guys really robbing? That they say it's better to do it this way because they make more money this way. When they just print more money anyway. Yeah, so but printing money is fucked up too. Like you can't, you can't um, just print, of course. print money Listen, indefinitely. Like pay fifty dollars for a fucking for a slice of pizza. Uh, that's <laughs> what happens. That's inflation. Know, that's that's hyperinflation or close. We've never seen yeah, negative interest rates, bro. Happen. We've never seen negative people. interest rates. We've never seen negative yeah. gas prices. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing negative gas prices. Everything is linked to gas. So there's my, so there's my other question. Uh, it, it, so it's just one of those things that he, he hadn't spoken about within the last couple of years. Why should we not build? You know, and I understand it's more expensive. Why should we not rely on ourselves more instead of relying on China? You know, stop, stop worrying about. You know, not stop worrying about, but stop pumping and buying things from other countries. Let's bring some things home. With it. Those sound like I, I very good ideas. So, because he doesn't speak properly about it, it means he doesn't get his point across. But if the next guy comes in and says the same thing and says it a better way, it is a good idea that we don't buy the problem, 80% of our goods. 100%, Brandon. But the problem is that when it's coming from a hypocrite who had his entire clothing line made in China, it's tough for you then to be the person that comes out and says, well, we should take away all the manufacturing that comes out of China. It's the first suit I ever bought sure. was a Trump, a Donald J. Trump. <laughs> was it really? When I went to work, I, I bought it at Macy's. Uh, my uh, my ex made me, uh, she's like, you got to look good. The, the Donald Trump... <laughs> The Donald J. Trump collection, collection was on uh, on sale, and I bought my first. Uh, it was like a like a shark skin 
uh, <laughs> color. It was awesome. It it's was still awesome. to this sharp. day. It still fits me. I, I looked real sharp, and I felt good <laughs> because he was doing uh, the Apprentice at that point, and I was just like looking at myself in the mirror, and I was like, "You're fired," and I was like, hey, "I felt <laughs> really good about myself." Exactly. It was like buying a Regis tie. It was the greatest thing in the world. It was like, dumb. I got, I got Regis tie. What if it was Bill that, that said, hey, I know I can buy things from China cheaper, so I'm going to do it to my personal name, or especially because everybody, or I'm going to cheat, I'm, you know, I'm going to cheat the taxes because I can use the loopholes. But if I could get rid of the loopholes, then, you know, these guys are stupid. I know what they're doing wrong because I use it. So let's fix it. Let's, you know, I'm going to build it just because I buy from China doesn't mean, you know, and I'm making money doesn't mean that I can't say, hey, you know what? This is why I buy from China. How do we bring it home and how do we make it more affordable for us so we know? Right. No, I'm not saying that. There's certain nuances there that he's not necessarily wrong on, right? It's just that nothing, he, he, he operates as, as do a lot of people with that either the, the issue is black or the issue is white. And the issues are always gray with different colors of dark and light gray. As I'm learning and from so, this podcast. And so that, that I think is the problem. <laughs> the problem is that people don't like, you know, complicated situations or a gray, different gray situations. Dude. They like shit black or white. Right? It's so much easier to digest. Right. And so, you know, I think that some of the issues you're raising and, you know, and, and, and worrying about American manufacturing and American jobs is 100%. Um, you know, fine to discuss and to bring up and to say and valid, but at the same time, um, you know, making these blanket statements and stuff like that, the way he does and, and the, the manner in which he does them is not helpful. And a lot of people buy into it and they're just like fucking boom, that's, that's the answer. <laughs> right. And it's not, it's not the answer. So you could have stricter policies and economic policies, you know, and, and work on trade relations with China Right. Without saying that we need to go to an outright complete like trade war and isolationist policy with our economy here. There's somewhere in between that can be worked on. And and I think that's. But it's also like he said, so many people benefit from keeping it the way it is Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's it sucks to have to work with with what we have. Like, you know, you just want to. Burn I mean, it all to the ground like I do. You just have to be consistent, though. And elect Andrew here, Yang and give here, everybody money, and then let's. Here, here's let's... an example: if you're going to be fiscally, if you're going to be fiscally, <laughs> cons- if you're going to be fiscally conservative, though, right? And you're going to complain that like NATO, right, doesn't pay enough into the budget and stuff like that, right? And and you you're you're you you chastise the fact that you give billions of dollars to Egypt every year and 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 if Afghanistan and all these other countries, which is perfectly valid, right, to bring up that stuff. But in the discussion, you don't bring up the fact that we give Israel four billion dollars every year for no reason. We just give them four billion dollars in a year. I know that's always an issue with me, but like I don't want to say it out loud because people get so mad. Well, I mean, it's just saying like if you're gonna look at every place that we're giving out money to, you gotta assess everybody, right? Why are we giving out money to all of these? We like them. We like them very much. <laughs> what, what do they do for us? I, I'm really not clear because I know we give them a, a whole bunch of money, and I know they have like the number three army in the universe. So, like, and I know number three is like a huge drop off, and I know they're quote unquote allies. But what do they actually do for us? Is it oil? Is it what? What is it? Do no, they just they, make us look good because we we protect Jews? No, and Jews it's just are very another. Powerful? It's just another ally that we have in the Middle East. Period. It's an ally that we have that we can count on. 
and you know we have a sphere of influence. Yeah, it's almost like it's a guaranteed. You know, it, it's something that that no one is broken and nobody wants to break, and it would be very fragile if uh, if that's it. It's like whatever he said. Whatever he said about Canada, like. And I, I don't think there's and I don't think there's a problem with giving Israel four billion dollars a year, right? But then I also think don't think there's a problem giving Egypt whatever billions they're getting per year because there's a reason why we're doing it, right? So you either got to go across the board and say we're going to shrink what we're giving all these countries across the board, but you can't pick and choose which countries you're going to decide who's going to. Yeah, it definitely not. pisses people off. You know, and the whole Israel thing is like the minute you want to slash Israel because we give Israel a shit ton of money, you're anti-Semitic. And I like, I'm, but I love Jews. I like all, all the stuff that they give us. I, I'm not anti-Semitic. I just think we give them a lot of money. And, and I don't think <laughs> no, they the need it. They're kind of the doing good. Bill, Bill, it's the same thing you say. It's so funny you just said, I can think about it in my head. I'm going, yes. But it, so if I say, like, I'm, I like Trump or I'm for, like, some of this stuff, I'm a racist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm that's not, so, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't like that no, either. I'm not, because... <laughs> No, that's not fair. No, but there are there, there are people there are people that do that. Absolutely. Like, oh yeah. You're a, it's like I have some really hardcore, you know, some really hardcore liberals that are like I can't like I won't I can't. Talk. I'm like, dude, well, that's a I, terrible way to live your life. Okay. I'm very liberal, <laughs> and the liberals really annoy me. Like they really annoy me because they are fighting right now. First of all, if they want to beat Trump, all they got to do is come together and they'll beat Trump by a landslide. There's way more liberals than there are people that love Trump. However, they are arguing with themselves. They're arguing with themselves. They, the, the gay people hate the, the fucking, well, again, Bill, here's the problem is that, you know, the same way, the same way you have right conservative, you know, right wing conservatives that see the world black and white. You also have super left wing, you know, I guess liberals that are also see the world black and white and, and it's not black and white. I might be skewed though, and I maybe this maybe it's an unsettled. I feel like so many more hardcore lefts, and there are really hardcore rights, like you know Bible Belt, like down south, like really. But like I would say, I'm not I'm not against things. I change my views on certain things as you get older. Like they say, the older you get, you get more Republican. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I can see that, you know, a little bit. I it's funny. I'm the opposite. There's things I'm, I'm okay with, and I'm like. And I'm like, oh, I'm a father, I have children, and I can't really see that. I'm like, all right. But I feel like there's way more. Like, I see, anytime I think of a liberal, I think of that girl at the, at that drop pad, that meme, that she dropped that, not a meme, but like she dropped that on her knees and she just screamed, the girl with the glasses, when she found out that Trump won for president. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, she screamed, that like bellows, that bellows scream, and I remember. It was, it was a kid that I know. I know very well, and he came to the store, he's a young kid, he's probably, I think he's probably 25, 26 now, something like that, and he came in, and he was sad, and I was like, what's the matter with you, it was like a day or two after the election, and I'm like, I'm like, you all right, bro, what's going on, I was breaking his chaps a little bit, I'm like poking, because that's what I do, I'm like, I just poke everybody, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna get poking now, I'm gonna get fix, you know, so I'm like, I'm like, what's going on, are you all right, and he's like, how could I be, I'm like, I told him to smile. How could I smile on a day like this? And I said, listen, i got to remember one thing. The sun will shine tomorrow, okay? You will wake up tomorrow. The sun, <laughs> the sun will rise. And you know what you have to do? You have to go to work. You, you have to go to work. You told him some you have shit. The sun Dude, will come I'm serious. I was like, listen, and he goes, yeah, I got a job. And I go, you're going to work tomorrow. No matter what she does or what she says, like, just go to work tomorrow. I mean, you put a bed and you're going to go 
fun in between. I hope, but relax. I'm like, relax. He had this like pouty face on, and I'm like, all right. And You're I get so it. Funny, I don't want to like, minimize the fact. You know, I don't want to minimize the fact that he can fucking ruin things. The system is built a certain way. Okay, it's not going to be one and out. Well, what about you? Are smart, man. You are way smarter than you let on. You're, you're, you know what's going on. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. That was very funny what you said to him. <laughs> I, I, I thought that I wish I heard spoke to. He's the greatest kid. He said to sweetheart, but I remember being like, "What's well, right. Yeah, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. You're, you're embarrassing the, yourself. The kid, Calm down. The kid was singing. It's a hard knock life for us. And Anthony's like, "This son exactly. will come out too much." Yeah, that was a fucking musical playing just get up and go to work tomorrow. Everything will be fine. Don't worry about Dude, it. Dude, meanwhile, okay. we're hitting like 30% unemployment. This motherfucker comes in crying. He still has a job. He's still getting paid for just showing up. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. Yeah, what a little bitch. Just don't be a little bitch. You're you're embarrassing yourself. I know what you meant. I don't like, I don't like the way unemployment is. I don't like how anything this works. But you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, there's not, there's nothing I can do about it. I can go for the next guy. That don't mean he's going to change it. I mean, when Obama was in office, it was 99 weeks for unemployment. That's a little, that's a little extreme. You know? I'm I like, am I not a big... Remember, I did not vote for Obama, so I... I Hold on, but Obama took over an economy that was in the fucking toilet I because understand. of the financial crisis. He was that the blue team. Sure, sure, he sure. was the other guy. That's why he got elected. I mean, sure, it's he was a, a cool president. But I had a, but Orlando, yeah. Orlando, the whole time, I had a cousin. He's fucking... He collected unemployment for 99 weeks. How absurd that sounds. I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. And he said, he was one of those guys who was like, well, I'm going to go back to work. I'm doing it. I, mean, I, I couldn't picture that in my life. But I'm like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I looked down on him for like a little while. And I thought about it. And I'm like, well. And then he went out. He did a side thing. And I'm like, oh, wow. And you know what? If they're giving it, I guess you should take it, right? I mean, Always. what are you going to do? Be that. I'm going to be the guy that gives it back. Why? Nobody else is giving it back. No. <laughs> so, don't no, ever be the guy that gives it back. There are people that take advantage of the system, 100%. There's a lot of people, but there's not that many people. That, that I think, is exaggerated. However, there are people that right. fucking give back, and we there's enough of them that we all know one, and we're all like, oh, God damn it, what a piece of shit. Like, my wife hates that. Like she Every, has I think no, everybody hates that. Yeah. She has no political affiliation, but when she sees people collecting welfare or unemployment, right. like when they're not supposed to, she right. turns beet red. She gets so angry. And, and I think she's right. She's 100% right to feel that She way. works fucking hard. She works so hard, you right. know, my wife does. And, and you know, to, when she sees that, she doesn't understand politics at all. She doesn't want to. Like I told you, mm. unless Grover and fucking Abby and, and, and Oscar the Grouch yeah. are talking on CNN, she doesn't give a fuck what happens on CNN. She doesn't care what happens on the news. Right. You know what I mean? But she gets mad when she sees that shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Grover guy, by the way. Now that you mentioned that, I love Grover. Grover's adorable, dude. He's so cool. <laughs> he, he's the cool one. He is. He's he like is. the goofy cool one. You know? He's yeah. Like, he's pretty cool. He's, he's pretty like, cool. He's cool. You know? I like Oscar too because he's like he's. I he's like always Oscar, Oscar the most. Oscar, Oscar, always... Oscar and the Count. I like those two. Oh, uh, the Count's pretty cool. They're, they're consistent. That's the thing. Like, that's what we want out of our politicians. We want a little consistency. You know, like Bernie could be a fucking Muppet. He's very consistent. He's always fucking Bernie. Like you could see him just being Bernie the Muppet. Listen, you know, remember back in the day when he had record plays and like yeah. it, it would it would skip and then repeat yep. and yep, repeat yep, 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 and yep, repeat. Yep, yep. That's fucking Bernie. Yes. 
So, I mean, he's consistent, yeah. but he's also repetitive as fuck. Yeah, like, I'm tired adorable of hearing about his that. shit. Come on, man. There's I'm, something adorable about that. There's something nostalgic see. about it. You know, I'm not like a... Like, he's, a dangerous, he's, a, he's a dangerous son of a bitch. That's like a party See, That's why I like that girl. Like, all of a sudden, my right all of a sudden, my dangerous son of a bitch. I'm like, you're dangerous, dangerous son of a Anthony's antennas just team. went up. <laughs> yeah, I'm off this. I'm watching the debate. He's on stage and he looked at Bloomberg. He said, he said to Bloomberg, he said, Mr. Bloomberg, do you think, or the question, the, the moderator said, Mr. Bloomberg, do you think you make too much money? And he and I caught him off guard for half a second. He goes, no. And I worked for it. I worked for it. I built, I did this, blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me. I was like, that's the answer. You can't take away capitalism. It's called communism. And you know At the same time, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie turned him up and were like, that's a cheap shot. Why is that a cheap shot? It's not a cheap shot. If you take away capitalism, what do you get? Well, right. nobody... Socialism or communism, listen, whatever you want to call it. Nobody on this podcast wants to take away capitalism. We love capitalism on this podcast. We're, we're a capitalist podcast, even though we're liberally slanted. We like capitalism. Capitalism 100%. has a certain sexiness to it. I think, again, capitalism can have different levels to it. It doesn't have to be... It's not capitalism or communism. Right. Or capitalism or socialism. By the way, it was Ralph Nader's father that said the reason why capitalism will never fail is because socialism will always bail it out. That was Ralph Nader's father that said that. You love Ralph Nader. I like Ralph Nader. I don't love him. <laughs> well, Ralph Nader is responsible for seatbelts, which is a good thing, right? We wouldn't have had That's pretty prolific. If I got a monument <laughs> because I made like a fucking seatbelt, I would, I would feel pretty good about myself. I... I I would feel like a piece of shit when I ran when fucking who who was running? Who did he steal the election from? Uh, George Bush Sr. Yeah, Herbert Walker. Oh, I don't care about that. I, I thought he stole <laughs> it from another Democrat. No, he stole it from, no, George Herbert Walker Bush. Lost to Clinton because of Ralph Nader. Well, God bless him then. Well, Ralph Nader was one of the ones. No, I'm sorry. It was also Perot, Ross Perot. Mm. Like that motherfucker too. <laughs> well, he was a capitalist for sure. I like a good capitalist. So was Gary Johnson, by the way. Very capitalist. Gary Johnson was. Did anybody watch? Did anybody? I know it's a, it's a little off topic, but can anybody watch that thing? Because. Oh, yeah. I got man. through it. You I got through, through the whole thing? thing. Did you watch so the like, new yeah. episode? I didn't watch the, the, uh, the add-on. Did I, you watch the add-on? No, I didn't. I didn't get through the whole thing. I got through, I think, four to five, and I just put it on the shelf. I think I'm going to go back and watch I'm a big Howard Stern guy, you know. So, oh, I like I love like, Howard Stern. So the beginning of it is that's just whackback. That's like that's like crazy people. That's like things like that intrigue me. So I'm like, I have to watch this. That's awesome, what this bro. Is talking about. I and love I like, a good car wreck, and that is a fucking car wreck. And and here's the funny thing is, I was literally about to uh, transfer, like, change topics, and be like, "What you watching on Netflix?" So you fucking you <laughs> you headed me off at the pass. So you watched the Tiger King or most of it. So what do you think of Carol Baskin? Because uh, yeah, I think she's a nut job, and I think she killed her husband. No, I'm big time fuck Carol Baskin. I'm I'm, I'm one of those like I'll if I don't I'm not a big hashtag guy, but I'll hashtag fuck Carol Baskin. She's she's terrible. She's scary. She's the actual goddamn crazy yeah, eyes. She's, something yeah, something weird about her. You're like yeah. all right, crazy I'm, eyes. Who looks to him? You put her next to, to fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe fucking Tiger Joe. Like, oh yeah, Joe, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, exotic, Joe exotic, Joe exotic. Thank you. I couldn't think of the name for that. <laughs> Carl Baskin, and I, I think she's the weirdo. 
And that's weird. That's the, weird. Bill, Bill's just know? dying to link Pelosi to, to Baskin. That's basically what you do. Crazy eyes. I still wouldn't Crazy eyes. eyes when they, excuse me, when they have crazy eyes and they look like they're floating around, like when they don't look like they're using their feet to walk, they just kind of float around. That's weird to me. And maybe that's all in the eyes. <laughs> but I feel like Nancy Pelosi is the same way. She has the crazy eyes. There's something a little bit unnerving about the crazy eyes and the floaty walk. Crazy eyes plus floaty walk equals a fucking maniac. <laughs> we all know people. We know people that have this trait or these traits. We we know them. We don't like I feel like I'm I'm putting a like a physical characteristic to it. But you got to know there's you see so many people walking in and out of my hero. You have a crazy eyes floaty motherfucker that comes in there. And you're just like, oh my god! Let's just just make him a sandwich. Let's just get this guy out of here. Get him out. I... Get him out. This guy. I want to go. Oh man, okay. I had a guy, and he was a very nice guy. They're always super nice. nice They're guy. always super nice. But you don't trust always them. You think they nice. have somebody Gen- chained in their goddamn basement? God, I'm sorry. Generally nice guy. Generally nice guy. Not super nice guy, but generally nice guy. You know. But he was a little uh, out there, and he's dirty, and he's filthy. He'd be one of those guys. But he would walk in. And you'd want to get him out, like right away, to the point where people were like, "Yo, why is this guy cutting the line?" Like, well, you get, all of a sudden he's at the back. And I'm like, Yo, it's like man, "No, no, no." We make him. That's now fine. my thing is to get. I go. One guy looked at me and was like, "What's up with this?" And I go, "Hey, hi, go, go say hello to him, go talk to him." And he was like, "This is his family." And he was like, "Like he gave me a walk." And he was like, "Oh, oh, he sounds like shit. You gotta get him out." Something goes loud. So the more fucked up you are, you get to cut the line. I'm like, if you're if the guy behind the counter is in sure, yeah, <laughs> you get get him in, get him out. I don't want this guy standing here for an hour. You know, <laughs> get him the special and get him the fuck out because you're about get to him sh- the fuck out. Roll out the red carpet for this motherfucker. I feel like that's why how Kanye West carved out a career. He was the crazy motherfucker <laughs> in the room. Like that's exactly like that guy gets special. That guy or girl. I know it's a very uh, you know you don't want to insult anybody. But that person needs to get the fuck out of here. We all know you're fucking crazy or you're playing crazy and you're doing a great job. You got to get the fuck out of here. We got to get you moving. Oh, yeah. And if, yeah, and if you're good enough to just fake it till you make it and get in and cut the line, God bless you. Get in. <laughs> get in. Do it. I'll get you in. No oh, dude. Somebody, did you, I don't know if you got to that part of the Joe Exotic thing where the guy kills himself on camera like a snuff film, but like... Joe Exotic yeah. is oh, a that was wild. dude. Joe Exotic's dude, a wild. maniac. You've like even the the fucking news guy who uh, you know when, when everything burned down and everything like even the fucking news yeah. guy was just like there's something about this guy got to put on <laughs> camera. I got this is fucking crazy. This guy is fucking off his goddamn rocker. I need to record this. People need to see this because this is and that like, guy was a that guy was a character in himself. And imagine he was like, but he had the wherewithal to be like, no. I'm taking everything this motherfucker does. Everything. Everything. This guy, he was a little bit weird. Like, if he came into our world, we'd be like, man, this guy with the hat and the dog is a little nutty. But even he was like, yo, this shit's crazy. I got to record this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I own this guy's whole life. I taped it all. <laughs> He's like, I actually do own you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, you know what? You were fucking smart enough to be like, I own you. I would love to not have a 
Oh, dude. I would love to. He had to make a little coin. I hope he made a little coin because he was involved. He was there. I mean, that guy was on. rich as fuck. That guy's rich as fuck. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I don't even want to see his tax returns. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, now, that's I, capitalism. I know. Now, that's capitalism. I hope that motherfucker made money. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I really do. They're all making money. <laughs> yeah, I agree with uh, I agree with Orlando. They're all making money oh, now. Hand them a fist. They all. Did you see that actually his uh, zoo reopened recently and it had like like a crazy fucking waiting list. It's in Oklahoma because somebody place was packed. packed as fuck and yeah, the guy's place, in prison. Place was packed. See, that's how it <laughs> fucking works, dude. <laughs> you either got to be dead or in prison and your freaking wealth will just soar. <laughs> Well, dead in prison, and everybody's got to get your shit on camera. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the one I'm sucked into right now is on the History Channel. The History Channel fucks me more times than I fucking can. He's so smart, this guy. What no, you got? What you got? No, 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 but like, okay, so I just came off of watching fucking Oak Island, right, for the f- fifth or sixth season in a row. You know Oak Island, Bill? No, what the fuck is Oak Island? Okay, so they've been drilling down in this island in Nova Scotia, searching for treasure that supposedly was buried there like, you know, 400 years ago. Hey, you heard of this? Yeah, I've I've seen promos for it. I've actually never watched the full episode, but... Okay, so... People get killed or, like, disappear? You know, a bunch of people died searching for the treasure in the past. And oh, they, yeah, they didn't know, make it. A lot they of never made it. it. And so they, they, they keep searching and they find different cool things, but they never actually find like the actual treasure still. Like, right? What's an example of a cool thing they found? They find uh, they found a, a cross, uh, a gold cross that actually uh, dates back to the times of the Templars. Oh, shit. Um, OK, and, so and, that's real shit. And that's in the New World, right? Because the Templars was way back in Europe. So, um, so it dates back to like the 13th, uh, 14th century. Wow. Um, All right. and so they found some other jewelry, you know, minor jewelry, a couple of things, but, uh, nothing, nothing like, you know, over the top, but I still keep watching every fucking episode as they drill Just down. In case and, you don't want to, you want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. Right. But I, they suck me in with everything. I mean, like, so I, I watched that before that was the finding Hitler, right. Where they thought Hitler didn't kill himself in Germany. And oh, there was, my God. You know, they, they may have found them. Like, I wish you, know, you and, and Dr. Sid would have talked about this. And, Sid, Dr. Uh, Sid loves finding Hitler with does, the lisp guy. Yeah. Oh, they love that you know, guy. And they trace him to Argentina and Uruguay and all these places, but they never actually find anything that shows definitely here. here. Right? And I then I watched fucking uh, Bigfoot, right, for a number of uh, years. This motherfucker loves Finding Bigfoot. Bigfoot. They never fucking found any Bigfoot, right? And so now I'm watching Skinwalker Ranch, right, which is really just started last week, uh, the new season. And um, basically there's a ranch in, in, in Utah. And it's the most fucked up story. So apparently the these two in, uh, indigenous tribes, right, uh, were, were warring over uh, territory. And, um, and one of them put a curse on the land. And so for years, uh, like for hundreds of years, uh, one of the other tribes would not go on that land because the land is cursed, right? And so now uh, about 50, 60 years ago, a family moved in there and made like a farm. Right? Okay. But the problem is, is that they couldn't keep the farm going because all the animals, the cows and stuff, would just have like a hole in them with all the blood drained out of it. Right. So then they started thinking that like there were aliens coming and like sucking out. Like the that's blood some out of chupacabra them. shit. They think the right. chupacabra was there. And then they started seeing these wolves and the indigenous people have their myths about the wolves and stuff. And then they started taking uh, 
electrical equipment and trying to determine radiation levels. Yeah, come on, science that shit. Like, and, put cameras yeah. everywhere. And the I'm problem like, well, is, like, the, 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 the radiation levels were off the roof, right? So now all of a sudden they're starting to, with all their scientific equipment and experimentation and stuff they're doing, they, they launched, like, a an air balloon, you know, to try to uh, assess... You know what the radiation levels are up in the sky, and it, it's coming out to like there might be like a vortex there, right? So they, apparently they also have like UFO, a lot of UFO phenomena there. <laughs> so I mean, this fucking place is a hot mess, right? God but, damn, that's but, a fucking curse. So, I haven't so heard of but curse. here's the thing, though, it's like I know that they're never going to get to a fucking answer, and I'm gonna watch this shit for fucking the whole season. And just like they never found Hitler, they never found Bigfoot. They never found treasure in fucking Oak Island. They're never going to find what the fuck is up with Skinwalker Ranch. But you know what? Skinwalker I'm going to still be a dick and watch this shit. That shit Episode sucks. after episode. They suck you in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, totally thinking, I'm like, Orlando, you're a bright guy. You know that they don't find shit. No, they, don't find, they never find <laughs> shit. No, they never find shit. I mean, like, I know, I know it, but I'm still fucking watching it. Like, yeah, sometimes a, it hooks a, in and you're like, eh. it's an you endless. know what you just made me realize? That I'm, the, I'm a boring I'm a real boring motherfucker. I really am. I don't watch any of that stuff. Like, I can't... I don't know. I never had... I never I had the short attention span, but I don't watch anything. Like, seriously. You know, everybody's, like, is all like, oh, watch Netflix. I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch any shows. If you name a show, I've oh, probably never seen it or maybe right. seen one episode. Even, like, the greatest shows of all time. I tried to sit down and watch Breaking Bad. I think I would love to watch it. I think I would literally love like the show, but I just, I can't sit down and watch the whole yeah. thing. Can't yeah. do it. No, that's why. Like, I mean, if, if sports were if sports you guys were on, similar I sense. would be watching sports. I wouldn't be watching any of this shit. No. Yeah, sports is sports. It's it's I come home, sports, and then like I said, sports. You know, find some, and that's it. I want to play around the golf. I play with my kids, and that's it. I don't. I, I got nothing. I got nothing in between. Well, here's, my, me and my buddy Scott, we always laugh. It's like, you better not try and dig up any shit on me. Those days are over. I got nothing. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm a foreign human being. I'm a foreign human being on the other thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you but, guys. I smoke a little marijuana. I chase my wife around until she, <laughs> until she gives up or she kicks me away. And that's it. You know? uh, yeah. Anthony, how's, how's the wife <laughs> with the uh, construction stuff going on and the home improvement side of things? Is that dead, dead right now, too? No, she's no, you know what? It. Yeah, kids. Yeah, kids is dead. This is funny. I'm, my wife kills it. Everything she does, yeah, she just like kicks the ass out. It's amazing. It's a hardcore so overachiever. She is. Yeah, overachiever, hundred percent. We were talking about this last night. I forget who I was talking to. We were on the phone. Oh, we were talking to my niece. We were FaceTiming my niece, and she was like, "We were laughing about Tina and the overachiever." I think she's the most ambitious human being I've ever met in my life. Like when I met her, and she was like. I graduated high school in three years. I graduated college in three years. And I was like, I think I wanted it. I was like, wow, that's really impressive. I wanted to be like, fuck you, really? Like, who's <laughs> so like, like, seriously? I'm like, all right. So we were talking about it. And she's, yeah, she's, she just gets up and goes. She works every day, dude. I've been Mr. Mom for 47, I think. Oh, like really? 47 oh, wow. or 48 days. Oh, yeah, no, she gets up and goes to work every day. So she's still yeah, working you know, through this. Building. Okay. Yeah, I was curious yeah, to see how that's going. Okay. Yeah, they're not allowed to do you know majority of the stuff that they actually do. They have a couple of essential jobs that they're you know the, the town everything is signed off on and you know things that they have to get done like emergency kind of work or whatever. But she's still taking meetings, you know, doing it safely, you know, doing her social distancing. But you know, they're doing Zoom, 
making phone calls. She's in the office. She's driving around. She's doing something all day because she can't stop. It's right. Just, yeah. Because on the ad- on the adjuster yeah. side, there's always something going yes, on. Once. Like there's always yeah. Somebody's... It's funny. She, she said that the other day. She's like, "Wow, oh, I guess this is the new way of dealing with an adjuster." Like she met somebody. She met an adjuster. Had to put some paperwork. They were calling each other. They were sitting right next to each other in the car. Like, All right, I'm going to put it on, on my hood. Or, you know, you leave it on my hood of my car. Get back in your car. I'll go pick it up. No contact. And then we get in. He's reading it's like the a thing, hardcore drug like deal. Talking. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's interesting. I'm like, All right. She's like, I really hope it's not like that forever. That's all weird. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I could have, I'm like, that would stink. Because you, you need to face to face. You know, you like to talk to somebody. No, it's true. But it's yeah, true. he's. She's doing, she's doing well. But when I think when this whole thing is ready, you know, ready to go where it's safe and things like that, it's going to be like a horse race when you open the gate. Yeah, it's going to be bonkers. I think so too. I agree with you a thousand percent, guys. Only because it's such captivation, you know, it's it's, it's such like, you know, it's such confinement. We are social creatures. Yeah. (laughs) I spoke to a guy today. I was asking yesterday, my buddy Ray, and he said to me, what is so, he goes, who comes up with these phrases? You know, he's got a restaurant downtown Manhattan. And he says, who could, he was 9-11, they called it Ground Zero. Who came up with that phrase? You know, who came up with social distancing? I'm a social guy. You can't, that's a little redundant, isn't it? Social distancing. How could I be, I mean, how could I be social? I, mean, I got to be, you know, I got to be with you. I like to sit with you, have a cocktail and bullshit. He goes, I'm not going to do it from over. And I laughed because a couple of my buddies were like, hey, you want to Zoom and drink? And I'm like, go fuck no, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm with you, uh, man. I'm drinking. Yes, I'm at the fire pit with my wife drinking, having a cocktail. I'm like, get out of the fucking face. I'm like, get the fuck. I'm like, talk. You know, I like being on the phone. I don't have that shit. <laughs> It sucks, and it's fucking awkward, man. I did it a couple times, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, we did it once. We, it's we... awkward. You know why? Because you yeah, know, I like when you, when you're in person. When you're in person with somebody, right, and you're shooting the shit, like there are times that you guys, you know, you'll talk, and then you'll take a break, and then like you know, you 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 don't you might not like talk for like a couple of minutes, you know, because maybe you're looking at something or whatever, and then you start talking again when you think of something, but like when you're on Zoom. Or whatever, it's like you got to be on. Like, what's up? What's going on? Hey, what are you doing? Like, it's like, and so it's fucking awkward. <laughs> I didn't even think of that like that, but you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, the focus is is right there. It's in your face. Like, mm-hmm. you're not gonna just get up and walk around, you know, and, and scratch your ass, or, you know. Right. If you're sitting, we're bullshitting. We're all at a bar bullshitting. I can look up at a hockey game or look up at a baseball game. I don't have to talk to anybody for ten minutes. Right. And if they see I'm, um, they see I'm um, looking at something like this. Some people are dicks and they interrupt you and you turn and you're like, oh, that's I'm in here. But you, know, you could ignore somebody. Actually, we were talking about that the other day. If you don't like people, right now is the greatest time of your life. Like, if you're an introvert at all, and you get to put your mask on and go into a store and somebody sees you from high school or like your friend's mom is like, oh, hey, John, how are you? You get to put it back and you're like, I'm not done. Keep walking. That's fantastic. Like, that's, that's so fantastic. Fun. You're right. I had a guy the other day. I had a I had an excuse. Stop and shop the other day. I bought. I picked up two, three things of milk, and the guy was like, "You're only allowed two, dude." And I was like, "And I thought he worked there, and he didn't work there." And I was like, "Well, like okay." I just said he wasn't, and he wasn't nasty about it, but he was like, "You're only allowed two, man." He's like, "I'm like, 
And he goes, who needs me to drink any milk? And I go, well, that's funny. I got an 18-month-old at home and a three-year-old. And like, we go through milk. Like, you go through Tampa. I'm like, we go fucking, that's it. I looked at him when we were throwing milk and he left. I didn't say that, but I was like, I go through milk like going out of water. I'm like, this is sick. And he's like, wow. Oh. He like totally recoiled. He's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I'm like, so what if I want to take that second piece of fucking oh toilet paper? God. If you can afford <laughs> it, on, you fucking it. take it. What the fuck is happening? I, that's what I'm saying. I need to buy it. If I want it, I should buy it. Yeah, you were there. My you're you're I right a there, there and now. Freezer. There's nobody running in there and being like, oh, my God, where's that milk? I need it. Like, fuck that guy. He's not here right now. Obviously, it's not that important to him. Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing. You're I there. I about it at all, but I... I laughed. I was like, wow, it's a libertarian. Like, poached the fucking picking, picking the last fucking milk. And it wasn't even the last one. I'm like, fuck. Hey, guys, after <laughs> this podcast, I think I'm voting for Justin Amash. Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. That's my new no name guy. For, uh, for Anthony, that's my new no name guy. Justin Amash. Who's that? I'll look him up after you know, Yeah, yeah, no, he is. hates Trump, but he was a Republican, but the Republicans got mad at him because he criticized Trump, so he quit the Republican Party, and now he's uh, he's just going to not have a party affiliation because he's probably going to lose his district, so he figured, what the fuck, fuck it, I'll be a libertarian candidate, and uh, and that that makes okay. sense to me, I'll, I'll vote for that guy, whatever. That usually, that usually tickles all the fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill, I hate parties, so that, that makes sense. By the yeah, way, you know what I want to take you know what I no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to ask Anthony, what did you think about the uh, the NFL draft? How do you, oh, how, how do you I was like going to ask him that too. Uh, that's perfect. How do you like the uh, Jets I pick? Did, I, I like it very much. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's a beast. I think it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm think, so yeah. glad we weren't the unsexy pick. I wanted Jerry Judy, but at the same time, it's like, no, let's get the yeah. tackle. So did I. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to take the one. I'm like, all right, my niece is my niece is at Alabama. She goes to the University of Alabama. So I was like, oh man, I was like, this should be great. But you know what? When the whole thing ran through, I thought it was good all around. I think it was. I even, really hope it's fucking even for the Giants. The Giants. I feel like the Giants kind of shit the bed, man. Terrible. No, no, no. See, listen, it's at the point you can't say that. You know, they had to make no, that you, move. You that really was, can't say that's that. A, that's a, that's a no lose for Gettleman. It's a no lose. It's a, it's a, it, he but can like, take that pick. Dude, they had the number four pick. We took the second best tackle. The the Browns drafted before us. So they took the number one tackle. I think the fucking was... Giants took the number four tackle. Yeah. With the fourth pick. That's kind of yeah. silly. Take the number one. What are you doing? Who's the number one? I don't know. Whoever the Browns took. That's a good question. They picked. They picked what? Three? No. no, they picked right before us. We picked 11th. They picked 10th. The Browns took the, the number one tackle. Uh, like, the first tackle off the board was the Giants, but they took the fourth best tackle. He put up 21 fucking bench presses, like, uh, on an average of, 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 of 40. Right. You know what I mean? The motherfucker is, like, projectively lazy. He's Eric, None of that shit, man. Eric Flowers. I know, I know, I know. None of it. None of it matters. It's amazing. No, that's, I, I agree with you because know. all that stuff always ends up being nonsense. But still, like, what are you doing? Like, you, like, why do you have to outsmart everybody every time? Like, like, just take the number one guy on the board. Stop being cute. You know what I mean? I feel like that was like, come on. Yeah. You, you take the number four guy, you're going to, you know, like, you know better than everybody. Come on, Gettleman. 
I think I love Gettleman sitting in his house in his mask. Yeah, with his that mask. That was that I'm was like, pretty funny. The whole thing was funny. Like yeah. my buddy goes, my buddy's like, Did you use basement? But the cameraman's there, I would imagine. So gotta wait there. I didn't even think of that. You're you're absolutely because I was confused. I was like, I maybe he just doesn't want to cough on fucking things. I don't. I don't. I had no idea why he was wearing the mask. But you're right. The camera. Maybe he was setting. Maybe he's a setting example. I don't know. Maybe it was a camera. So I mean, the Giants could have had Jed, Jedrick Willis Jr. Um, or they could have had Mackay Becton, Becton, our guy. Yeah. Yeah, Becton. Or they could have took Tristan Worth. What about what's his name? Is that who guy that jumped out of the pool? The guy that jumped out of the pool. <laughs> yeah, did you see that video? Yeah. That was sick. Yeah, that was awesome. Dude, jumped out of the pool, bro. That guy was like 40 pounds. Are you crazy? <laughs> that was fucking insane, <laughs> was wasn't it? I, if I would have saw that video, I'd be like, I'm drafting him. I'm drafting him right away. Like, there's no way I'm not but drafting if him. If I was like the Browns did, you know what I mean? If I gotta jump in the pool and get my knees above water and then go back down, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> you jump out of the pool. Yeah. We're just regular I'm, fellas. In one fail swoop. I drank my and I looked and I was like, boss I gotta go down there? I'm like, I gotta go down there right now? Damn. Fucking boss man. <laughs> Yeah, that was fucking Dude, I fucking hate doing this but we have gone for an hour and a half oh shit yeah yeah so so this is this is we 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 gotta end this fun at some point (laughs) all right but i don't know if you guys want to comment on this but i as far as netflix i'm watching glee i am completely hooked i love the glee oh my god so good i don't even know what that is glee (laughs) what the fuck is glee glee's a show the old show I probably the old show with the singers, <laughs> the Glee Club, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You're watching Glee, that shit. They sing, they yeah, they sing, sing all they sing. over like, the place. Oh my god, I love it. It's like high school music. It's like a high school musical, but it it's is. like the actual show. Yep, no, I don't even. It's know. so I'm good. Glee? I don't even know. I'm what watching to say. Glee and I'm into it. I love it. I can't wait to. Right, right now, I'm gonna run home as soon as this thing is done. I'm gonna watch I, more. I don't Glee. think I've been any more disappointed in you in my life. You uh, I'll tell you Glee. what. You got to see the girls on this show. I got to tell you, that's like the that's the bachelor excuse. Don't worry about the girls. Yeah, Listen. I know, I know, but like you uh, watching Glee? The really? really good. I think I'm gonna agree with Orlando. I'm gonna yeah. agree with Orlando. I don't think I'm not disappointed, but I'm surprised. <laughs> the girls. And a little bit Speaking of girls, you know, the girls have like, I know that obviously no one really is getting haircuts and things like that unless you're doing it yourself or whatnot. But like women have really given up on the makeup too. They're just going out. They oh, love this the fucking... guy. He has a few drinks and he's very like, you're very hard on the women. Oh, am I? <laughs> no, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying like, I noticed like no one's wearing makeup. Yeah, it's a luxury. That's the big new push. That's the celebrity push. Oh, that's so celebrity like, oh, we're push? Instagram. Yeah, we're going to do Instagram. We're going to do everything. We're going to take pictures with no makeup. You know what? Part of me wants like, part of me wants to judge and crack jokes. And then like, part of me looked at my daughter this morning. And was like, you can do whatever you want. Okay? You do whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> like, right, right. You're a queen in this world. If a guy tells you to wear makeup. Fuck him. Fuck you. Oh, Bill, how do you feel? How do you feel about Adele's uh, weight loss? I, I, uh, she looks good. I think Adele's hot. I've, I'm, I've been into it. Like, she, I like the, I like the, 
Me too, dude. Yeah, okay, we're on the same page. We just like thick white women. That's uh, that's fine. I, yeah, and she can sing, and I'm watching Glee. She's a uh, she's a dream come true. Quite frankly, she might as well be your Rachel from fucking Glee. And I'm watching Glee. She might as well be. You said Rachel. I thought you were going to say Frank, but you said Glee. <laughs> Glee. Wow. Dude. Lee Rachel is super hot. I, I'm into it. I'm sorry. It's just what the I'm last about. thing I'll tell you about a show. I never watch shows, but you know what holds up. Last night I'm sitting on the couch. I might put aching a little bit. Had a couple of cocktails, and all of a sudden, no, I know like this. I turn on the TV. There's Peter Griffin beating the shit out of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy is still awesome. It's okay? so I don't. Awesome. I, I love science. I love uh, South Park, and I love. And the guy, but I don't watch it often. But if it's on, and you know what, they still hit it. It was a, it was like a so twelve minute. Guy. It was a twelve minute segment of Trump and Peter Griffin beating the shit out of each other <laughs> from the top of the mountain down into like rooms. It, it was hysterical. I'll tell you what. As we <laughs> edit this podcast, we're gonna watch that. We're gonna watch that. <laughs> Luke, Luke loves Family Guy. That's one of his. But uh, shows. I'll tell you what, dude. Thank you so much for coming on and yeah, tell thanks, everybody. Anthony. Appreciate it, bro. Tell everybody when uh, my hero is going to open and uh, and what they could expect. Good. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping very soon. I mean, I don't know the exact date, but uh, you expect it. You expect me to be back in there breaking balls behind the counter safely and socially distanced. Feeling that I can give. But thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. No, dude, you were on. great, man. You were a lot of fun. I, I, I want to have you on again when things aren't so stupid and you could be in person. Well, I'd love to come on again, but still, and, and Orlando, I'd like to see you again. Yeah, man. Like to, that's what I'm like saying. To, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Nice. we got to do this in person. We'll do a like, podcast this cool. Yeah. Here. Oh, if we sat down in my year and had a podcast, you could set this up. Could you yeah. do that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, easy. Oh, easy. Oh, we would sit and have a couple of drinks, and we sit in my here with a little after hours. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I like that. Listen, Let's I've done it before. Out. It's a good time. I love that that fucking crew. Couples of guys. Yep. Love it. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Stay safe out there. All right, buddy. Be good. All right, boys. You too. Good stuff here. All right, yeah, man. Be good. Have a great night, man. I'll. Uh, it'll be up tomorrow, so you'll be able to listen to it. All right, cool. I'll text it to you, too. Have a great night. And give Gina Thank my best. You too. I will. I will. I saw your wife today. So I would say the same. But uh, <laughs> oh, Andrew, enjoy. Right. <laughs> Later, bro. Later, buddy. Later, guys. Yeah. So, Bill, before we uh, kill it, yeah, um, man, we got eleven minutes. Yeah. So, what before do you... this SD card runs out? Oh shit! All right. Did you hear about the uh, shooting in Atlanta with uh, Ahmad Arbery? Oh, is this like a like a joke that has a terrible setup? Hey, did you hear about that shooting? No, no, no. There's no, there's no, 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 thing, I know, there's nothing I know, funny I know, about this I'm one. just kidding, but uh, but uh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, so I mean, this happened like months ago, but now it's finally make, making the news, you know, because they finally are deciding to pay attention to anything, you know, besides COVID, and um. You know, basically this kid was jogging through a neighborhood and he got suspected of, you know, um, potentially being involved with some break-ins around the neighborhood. And so Jeez. these two men took it upon themselves to, like, confront him oh boy. and, uh, you know, essentially accuse oh him. Oh, my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I did hear about this. Yeah. And so, you know, they 
you know, confronted him with fucking shotguns <coughs> and yeah. then fucking shoot the kid. Yeah. Completely unarmed kid. Oh, yeah. You know? And then the local police department, you know, doesn't do anything about it for more than two months. Now, where did this happen? In Atlanta. Yeah, Hotline. In, in, um, well, in the outskirts of, of Atlanta, I believe. Um, I don't know the particular neighborhood. That's crazy. But definitely Georgia. And, um, yeah, it's horrific. So, I mean, Glen, Glen County is the county. Um, and apparently one of the men that was involved in the shooting, the father, you know, was a former uh, police officer there. Um, so apparently he got some sort of preferential treatment in the investigation and they basically, you know, never investigated, never fully, you know, put any charges through until finally this came out. Yeah. This podcast is still going so good. Now I just want to punch somebody in the mouth. (laughs) It's a, it's a shame. You know, it's really just disgusting that these types of things are still happening all over the place. And, um, and you know, it makes me fucking scared shitless because, you know, my, one of my best friends, you know, Mark lives in Atlanta and he's always, you know, riding his bike around and doing stuff and, you know, he could be targeted and he right, lives cool. and, and he lives right. in an all white neighborhood for the most part. And it's like he could get, you know, accused of having, you know, robbed somebody's house fucking two weeks ago and they're going to come up to him with shotguns. Especially because he looks like Obama. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just scary hey, stuff, man. How you guys it's doing? Scary, scary shit. And of What's course, you know, photos came, those shotguns? photos came out where he actually, you know, was taking pictures with the uh, governor of Georgia uh, with a Trump uh, hat and uh, and, a, and a T-shirt that was anti-immigrant. And, so he was a supporter. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, these guys are rolling around with shotguns, but they don't even, you know, obviously it's legal for you to carry arms, especially in a place like Georgia. It's really easy. Matter of fact, my friend Mark actually applied for a gun. He couldn't believe how fast he got the permit. He got the the permit. He applied for the permit. He got the permit in like a week. This gun came really fast. (laughs) I mean, it's just amazing how state to state things are so different, you know? Yeah, that's the beauty of America. And also, I guess, the ugliness. Yeah. But anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess on that note, man. This has been another episode of the Ordinary Mo's podcast. My Hero. Yeah. Big ups to uh, Anthony from My Hero. Guys, go to My Hero. It's opening up this week. Uh, he doesn't know exactly when. When when did he say? He said hopefully in the next week, but he wasn't positive. I guess he's going to see how uh, they're going to work it out logistically. That's incredible. Maybe um, curbside pickup <clears throat> type stuff. Yeah, They should do that, like call and stuff. Um, if you guys are looking to reproduce your artwork, check out High Res Inc. HighResInc.com. It's a great place to... Uh, Really express yourself as an artist and uh, reproduce that artwork and get it out there on your galleries. Also, if you need business cards or flyers or anything. He's brilliant. <laughs> that's right. That has to do with uh, any kind of artwork reproduction. Irisinc.com. Also, the Morales Law Group. They are coming at you if you need any kind of property uh, uh, help or needs. And uh, soon to be uh, wills, too. They're going to be doing wills soon. Peace out, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, just let's end this fun. Stay safe. Be good, everybody.